This is Braun Strowman, the monster among men. And you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to an episode of the BCB that's not going to be very rough. Be prepared for a lot of dog jokes in this one, a lot of puns. I'm all about it. But right now, so excited for this long-awaited interview. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, please welcome to the show owner and head trainer at Big Mama's Dog Training, LLC, Ms. Nicole Costanza. Nicole, what's up? Thanks for a few minutes. How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm doing well. You know, all things considered, like I've been saying, it's... It's been a year for all of us, uh, this COVID thing, everything else going on in the world. How are you doing over there? Staying safe? The family staying healthy and everything? Yeah, everybody's safe. Nobody's infected, as I joke. Um, we're all good. This has just been the weirdest year, I think, for all of us. Like, yeah. I tell everybody, this whole pandemic thing, you read about it, you see it in movies, you just never think it's going to happen in real life. So it's just been very weird. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, I just went back to work today. It was so great to see my students, and we literally, like, have a plastic screen in between me and the students. We're all wearing the mask, hand sanitizer, everywhere. But that's the world we live in. I, I was so thankful to see the kids. And I know, I think a couple weeks ago, you actually were able to do some of the online training, which we'll talk a little bit about. But now you're back to doing some of the hands-on stuff. How's that going for you? Are you excited to be seeing some of your clients again? Oh, I am so happy because I know in March I didn't want to believe that all of this was happening. And it was just I saw it escalating. And I said, you know what? I can't do this in person anymore. I was literally in tears telling everybody oh. that we need to put this on hold. It was so bad. But after a while, I said, you know what? I can't do this anymore. And I started texting everybody. I'm like, do you want to do in person again? And they were like, oh, my God, yes, please. We miss you. So I just started the very end of May. And okay. things have been taking off again, thankfully. Oh, that's so good to hear. And that's awesome. You know, like I said, like today, I was so excited to see some of the kids that I teach and, you know, for you to see some of those dogs. I'm, I'm a huge dog person, by the way. Uh, so I'm really excited for this one. Um, but that's really super good to hear that you're connecting and seeing everyone. And uh, I have so many questions for you. I see you in Baymax, yeah. who I, I'm not going to lie, I'm obsessed with your dog. Um, there's... <laughs> There is a special place in my heart. Like, I've always had black labs growing up, but there's a special mm. place in my heart for Bernese mountain dogs. Um, did you always have Bernese, or do you have, like, a special place in your heart for them? Or you just – how did you get Baymax, I guess? So, um, it's actually thanks to my mom. Our previous dog was a Newfoundland. So, okay. right then and there, we had a soft spot for larger, hairier dogs. Yeah. But we figured the Bernese Mountain Dogs are much more calmer than the Newfoundlands. And my mom was always like, oh, let's let's go get one. Um, we were doing all this research. Great, great breed. So we went to a breeder's house in Pennsylvania, and we brought Baymax home. Aww. That's just how we got it. There's a whole little, like, my mom just wanted him. This little, little fluff ball sitting in a corner by himself, and my mom just wanted him. And I'm like, Aww. all right, I guess he's coming home with us. He, he, he's a superstar. I've seen some of his tricks. We'll talk about that um, in a little bit. So were you? did you guys, like, always have dogs growing up? Is that how it's – like, for me, when I was born, my parents had a dog, like, that would just, like, sleep in front of my crib. Like, so I've always been, like, around dogs. Is that kind of like how you were? 
So the running joke in my family is the moment I was brought home from the hospital as a baby, I was around dogs. Literally always had dogs. Always, always, always. We've had other animals too, but it's just, we always had dogs. You just, you need that companionship, I think. I think the longest we went without having a dog was about a year and a half. So it was very lonely, even though we had like our cat and everything years and years ago. We said, we yeah. can't do this. We can't have a dog. So that's how we ended up with our previous dog. Oh, that's awesome. But, um, like, like dogs are definitely the best. You know, loyalty is super important to me. And, like, I mean, even as a kid growing up, every day I got home from school, dogs waiting for me, took the dog out, yeah. man. Oh, it's, <laughs> I think my dog just heard me just now. He's like, huh? <laughs> but <laughs> well, shout out to Porthos. He's an old man right now, but uh, he says he's what's so up to me, man. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he's he's a cutie. He just uh, – I think, you know, I told, and I'll ask you this right now, some of the, the some of the older dogs, he's getting older right now, um, and he, he gets to, like, the film in his eyes, so we just got back, we did go to the vet, and thank you for the suggestion, we did go to the vet, they gave him some drops to put in his eyes, and um, we actually have to put, like, gloves on to put the drops in and all that, but he can see a lot better, um, you know, I think, he, I think he was having, like, night terrors or something like that, is that, like, kind of common for, like, older dogs? It depends. Um, your older dogs are going to go senile and just they're going to forget. Dogs do develop dementia, as weird as that sounds, and they get older oh, just wow. like humans, especially if they're in a deep sleep. And all of a sudden they like they startle themselves awake. I've heard so many people tell me the same thing. So it's it's got to be because he's old. He's just an old man. I know it's exact. That's exactly what happens, though. Like, it's crazy. You hit a spot on like he. You know, like, they always have the dreams, like, where they're chasing stuff, but he, like, he definitely just jolts or, like, gets, you know, like, scared or something, like, and I'm like, hey, man, like, what's going on? You know, everything's everything's good, so I, I think I'm his favorite right now. My dad was his favorite. I think I'm the favorite right now, so that's pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but more importantly, tell us how you became a business owner and how you made that decision to be like, hey, I want to start this company, Big Mama's Dog Training, LLC. That's amazing. Um, it started at, towards the end of 2018. Um, so I lost my mom in 2017 to cancer. Literally, like, it was December 1st, we lost her. And I stupidly, I guess this was my way of coping. I ended up working three different jobs in 2018 for months on end, and I barely had any days off. And I hit my breaking point in September of 2018. I said to myself, I, I can't do this anymore. I just hated the fact people were telling me what to do, when to train, how to train. Oh, you're doing this wrong. And I just went through so much emotional abuse and stuff. I'm just like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. So I actually took a step back. I took another job, an office job that I'm still working that I, I'm forever grateful for my coworkers and stuff because they've also been so supportive. Um, Took some time away from the animal field and just kind of regrouped and decided that's it. I'm just going to start my own business because I just got tired of people telling me what to do. I wanted to make my own schedule, pick my own clients, you know, and just have that freedom and independence that I've wanted for God knows how long. Yeah, but that's that's like amazing. And you're absolutely killing it. Um, now, I have my own theories, but when I watch your video with Baymax, I will say this. I think he's very picky about the music. That's that's my theory. <laughs> I think he loves the Gargano music. I mean, we're all about Gargano on the show. We love that Rebel Heart theme. Um, oh, yeah. he was, I'm totally teasing about that. But how do you how do you teach Baymax these complicated tricks? You know, I could do sits. I mean, my dog, I can teach them. I can do that as well. But I can teach uh -huh. the dogs to sit, 
stay, <laughs> lay down. Porthos is looking at me. Lay down. <laughs> uh, rollover has been tough, but I have gotten to roll over uh, with some of my other dogs. This guy, he's he's not as sharp as some of the other ones. No, no offense, but um, but like you, you had him closing a cabinet the other day, and um. Some of the what did you have like play dead? You had some really interesting stuff. Him going between your legs and stuff. How did you even get there? It actually started in February because um, that was another thing too. I was working so so many hours and just working myself to death that I almost forgot to basically work with my own dog. So I don't know why. And it actually started on Valentine's Day this year. I said I'm just going to start doing. You know, he knew a couple of tricks, but I figured let me start more advanced tricks. And I started working with him more and more, and I was seeing how quick he was picking up on stuff. And I'm like, you know what? You can do the simple stuff. Let's just keep going. So I started teaching him more difficult tricks and stuff like that, and I'm just amazed at how quickly he picks up. It's all we start slow. I start, like, with the basics, like his play dead and roll over. It's, okay, you know down. Let's build on that. His sit pretty. Okay, you can sit. Now we've got to work on can you stay up and build on your core muscles, as weird as that sounds. And we just go from there. And because of quarantine, since we weren't going anywhere, I figured let's just start teaching you tricks and stuff like that. So with the whole cabinet thing, too, I'm actually working with a friend of mine who has a service dog. Well, we're trying to get her to be a fully-fledged service dog. And I said to her, we were trying to teach. Um, so her dog is Rosie, who is a black lab. We were trying to teach her to close doors and stuff. So I was like, you know what, Ange? I'm going to do it, too. And I started to try. I was trying to teach Vamax how to close doors, and he really wasn't getting it, so I actually almost gave up. But, huh, I'm a stubborn bitch, and we just kept going at it, and he finally, it clicked, it clicked one day. And I was like, there's no way. And he started closing doors. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So it's just all patience. It's patience, persistence, and practice, as an old mentor once told me. Wow, that's that's awesome. Yeah, it is. It is a lot of patience, and I, I man, I have so many questions. I guess, um, what what is your you know take on like I've been able to like train dogs growing up. Um, you know, this guy, like I said, not the not the smartest guy, but he, he's he's a cutie. But um, what what's like kind of your theory? I know some people like you know they do some of the shock stuff, um, like or the shock fences. Uh, is it more like, are you kind of against that or do you think it's necessary? Like, I know there's so many different ways to, to train dogs. Do you kind of have like a philosophy? So I'm, I start off, I'm what they call a balanced dog trainer. So right. I always start with treats and positive reinforcement and let's make it as fun as possible. But if I see that's not working, then we'll move on to more. I don't want to say harsher techniques, but we'll move yes. on to if we need to put in a shock collar, we will put in a shock collar just to make sure. My thing is, if I can keep the dog safe and in the home and not be given up, I'm happy. And if that means that we have to use a shock collar or a prong collar, that's totally fine with me because at least I have some knowledge of how to use them. So right. if the dog is happy and safe and the owner is cooperative and they keep the dog safe, I don't care, to be honest. I just want everybody happy, healthy, and alive. As weird as it sounds. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, there's, especially with, with, like, all the all this craziness in 2020, do you, you know, like, I, I have special places in my heart for all different kinds of dogs. I, I think a lot of it has to do with, like, who raises the dog, more importantly, than the breed. Do you see certain, like, stereotypes, or are you just, like, totally against that uh, when it comes to different breeds and stuff like that? Some of the stereotypes are, you have to keep in mind, too, especially, like, the whole thing with pit bulls and whatnot. I love them. Would mm -hmm. I personally own them? Probably not, only because we all forget it's a pit bull terrier. So I tell okay. everybody this. Terriers, 
it derives from the word terra, meaning earth. So a lot of your terriers were bred to hunt, fight, basically go underground, lure out vermin, and whatnot. So would I own a pit bull? No, but I've met so many awesome pit bulls. I just, I helped, I actually helped a friend of mine back in November, December. Her and her boyfriend adopted, I love her, her name is Baby. And yeah. she was the sweetest thing ever. Would I, I'm perfectly fine working with them, but would I personally own one? Nah. I did back in the day because I was also like, oh, oh my God, pit bulls are so nice. But I, after doing so much research and just seeing how so many people are discriminating against them, just trying to even take the dog places would be difficult, I guess. No offense to anybody who has a pit bull. I, I do. Yeah. I really like them. But I just I would never own one. So some of the stereotypes are right, but you have to take it with a grain of salt because every single dog is different. So, yeah. Absolutely. Like I've had, I had all different dogs growing up and I've been very lucky. I've had very smart dogs and very good dogs. Um, and, and I do know some pit bulls that are very, very, you know, just giant babies and, and close to my heart uh, and stuff like that. So do you have um, like a preference? Like I kind of saw you doing some of the, like, and I love the videos you do with Baymax. Like he, he's just precious, but you, you were doing the tricks with the treats and then you kind of decided to like take the treats away. Um, how does that work, and does Baymax kind of get, like, offended when he doesn't get a treat? <laughs> he gets a little offended, and then I tell him to get over it, that's life, pal. But um, I tell everybody, because whenever I tell people that I use treats for training, it's, oh, my God, do I have to have cookies on me for the rest of my life? The answer is, <laughs> it's up to you. It's honestly up to you. I know some people who will treat their dog forever and ever, amen, and they're happy with it. Personally, I don't want to be walking around with cookies in my pocket the entire time. So I tell everybody, once you see the dog is starting to get it, I guess is the right word, then you can start slowly phasing out the treats. And I could go on and on and on about that, but I'll, uh, I'll save that for another time. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. And real quick, you know, like, we'll, we'll do some shameless promo at the end, but, like, say someone, you know, gets a puppy or a dog, like, uh, and they, they want to reach out to you and connect and, you know, get, get this dog trained, like, how can they contact you, um, give you a call, find the website, all that good stuff? Yeah, so um, I do have a website. It's BigMamasDogTraining.com. You can go on see what I'm doing. You can send me a submission form through the homepage, or if you want to shoot me an email, it's BigMamasDogTraining at Yahoo.com, or you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. My phone number's up there, so if you want to give me a call or text, that's awesome. My phone's always on me, so. Awesome. Uh, and something that I really, really like, you know, obviously, you know, we're going to talk some wrestling in a bit. But more importantly, I really liked uh, those stickers and magnets you made with, of course, like the Bernese Mountain Dog, which already won me over, with a title <laughs> belt, with yeah. $1 uh, going, I guess, to the American Cancer Society for everyone sold, if uh, I'm not mistaken. That's so mm -hmm. cool. Where else are you going to find a Bernese Mountain Dog with a, with a wrestling belt? Like, to me, I was like, I need to buy this. Um, and it was for a great cause. How did you come up with that? It's, it's very unique. And who made the uh, design? So it's, it's sort of a long story, so get ready for this. It was yes. the summer of 2017. And my thing with wrestling was always, it was me, my brother, and my mom. We were all, always, every single wow. Monday, when, when SmackDown was on Tuesdays, every Monday and Tuesday, 8 o'clock, wrestling would be on. And we were all joking one night about, oh, what if we all had different wrestling names? So my brother turns around and he was like, oh, well, mom would be Big Mama. Now, mind you, my mother wasn't like gigantic, but I can still see her to this day. I looked right at her 
And um, it was getting getting towards the point where she needed to be on oxygen almost all the time. So I remember her standing by the dining room table. She looked at us and she went, no, I'm Big Mama, the Iron Lung. And she, I don't know why, we busted out laughing. It was the funniest thing. And so um, my best friend, this is a year later. So this is like November 2018. My best friend and her fiance started um, their dog grooming business. So shout out to Groom and Zoom, Holistic Mobile Grooming Spa. Uh, so my best friend, Melissa, was telling me that, let's see if I can get this right. So Steven's cousin's boyfriend at the time made their logo. And she's like, oh, why don't you hit him up? He's really great. So I'm like, okay. So I hit up Dan and I went, I have this idea. Can you make my dog into a logo? And he was like, yeah, sure. Just give me a couple days. So he sends me the first design, which I wasn't too big on. Then okay. he sends me more designs. The third design was the top half of my logo now. So it was literally just Baymax winking and whatnot. And so I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then I got it in my head. Well, why don't we have him flexing like my mom did? Wrestling championship belt and a white ribbon for lung cancer, because that's what she had passed from. So I shot him a message and I went, Dan, can you like just do this? And I kind of told him my idea. And he was like, I've never made a, I've never drawn a flexing dog before. But let me give it a shot. The next day, he sends me that design, and I went, dude, this is it. And that's how the logo came to be. Wow. It's very, very cool, and it's very unique, and uh, it's, it, there's definitely going to be a you – know, I, I just call it Baymax, but that, uh, that magnet's definitely going to be hanging on my new fridge and my new crib, and uh, I'll find somewhere cool for the sticker. So that's very cool. Uh, everyone reach out to Nicole, like support a great cause, and get like a very, very unique logo. It, it is awesome. So shout to everyone involved. Um, you ready? You ready to turn the page? Talk a little bit more wrestling since we already had a nice little segue there. Let's do it! I'm excited. Oh man! Oh man! Um, so, well, it kind of sounds like your wrestling origin story kind of started with your with your family and your mom and your brother. Did you guys like get to go to a lot of events? You said you watch the shows every week. So this is gonna sound kind of weird. It okay. it actually wasn't my family that got me involved. It was actually my ex boyfriend's grandmother. Very very weird what? story. Um, I remember back in the day, I would go over to his house to watch The Walking Dead on Sundays. And sometimes when I happened to go over, his grandmother would be watching wrestling. So I'd sit with her and, uh, she would get really into it because she thought it was quote unquote all real. And I was like, okay, grandma, whatever. But I'll never, I don't remember what pay-per-view it was, but I remember, I didn't know who it was. It was Paige. All I, all I thought to myself was, who is this badass leather wearing stud, you know, black hair, blue hair girl. I'm like, okay, she seems really cool. But then um, in May of 2016, my ex and I had gone to Florida for a concert, but we road tripped. So we were coming back, stopped off at the hotel in North Carolina, and it was Monday. And he went to sleep, and I'm flipping channels. There's nothing on except I found Monday Night Raw. And it was, I'll never forget, Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles. And I was like, Oh my God, who is this Styles guy? He's so badass. And then I guess they went over TV time because it ended and that stupid Chrisley Knows Best show came on. I apologize. <laughs> I, just right. likes it, but I was so mad. I was so into it. And I was like, no. And I woke my ex and he was like, oh my God, what's wrong? And I'm like, wrestling's over. And he's like, what? And I'm like, it, it raw ended. And that's just, it, it just went from there. And that's how I got into wrestling. 
As That's weird so cool. as that is. So is AJ your guy? One of my guys, yeah. And so really, it's Paige and AJ that really got me into wrestling. But I have okay. a few other guys that I like. Is it Gargano? Because I know you play that song. Like, we're huge Gargano people on this show. Like, Nunez, uh, you know, co-host of the most. He's like, mm-hmm. like, Johnny is his inspiration. Like, he's met him. He's held the title. He, he gives him big hugs every time he sees him. So, like, Johnny's like our guy. I'm going to go on a rant about his heel turn real quick. So, tell me who you like real quick before I start ranting. Um, oh, my God. Where do I begin? Um, what, Dean Ambrose, Moxley was another one. Sami Zayn, I adored. Becky Lynch, obviously. Um, I loved her. Oh, my God. Finn Balor has got to be one of my favorites. Oh, my God. Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes. I could go on, but go on your Gargano rant real quick because I'm curious. Uh, oh, man. All right, I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet. So, uh, Gargano, in, in my mind, Gargano is without question, one of the most talented wrestlers on the planet. Uh, he's still very, not early in his career, but as, in terms of his NXT WWE career, I think he's going to go very, very far. I see him doing a lot. I think he's one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Uh, I think he's got a great look. He's got a fantastic moveset. He's a fantastic storyteller in the ring. Uh, his mm. feud with Ciampa, I think, was one of the best feuds, period. I think it was perfect, executed perfectly. Uh, I think once they rehashed it, it was, it was great to see him fight again, but I didn't think it needed to be done. The heel turn doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. I think this guy is an underdog, a baby face all the way around. I think it's going to yeah. play out for Candice a lot better. I hate the new music so much. Um, and, yeah, I just don't I don't think it makes sense. That's the short version. But, uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, Gargano's our guy. But we're in Bar- Bizarre World 2020, so maybe it's uh, it's on point with everything. It's on brand with everything that's happening this year. So I don't know. Um, but so are you, you know, I see you wearing the double or nothing shirt. Are you more of it? You know, again, you know, we say it's not a competition, but are you more of the AEW type or the NXT type, or is it just all wrestling? It's really all wrestling, but I remember when the Wednesday, though it's not a competition, as everybody has said, when the Wednesday Night Wars began, we did start with a, we continued to watch AEW, and because we figured out oh, we'll just watch NXT on the network, and I know it sounds horrible. But I can't remember the last time I watched NXT, besides the In Your House pay-per-view, because we've just been so involved with AEW. And just the way they've been handling everything during the pandemic, I feel like they're handling it much better than WWE. I don't know why. I know I, if, No offense to anybody who's like more WWE than AEW, but I just feel like they're handling um, everything better, especially when this all started. That's just my opinion, though. But, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I can't, I couldn't agree more, actually. Like, I'm an, I'm an NXT guy. I loved it. Uh, I'm from, like, the Asbury Park area originally. I loved it when they came through to Asbury Park, those shows, uh, Tom's River. Um, it was just so intimate. Um, and this was NXT when NXT was just kind of first started touring. And, and, you know, so I saw the Street Profits. They were in NXT forever. I remember, like, Asuka, Owens, Baron Corbin, Finn, as you mentioned, Bailey, all in NXT. Those are some great shows. So I love NXT. I think they've done so many things right. Until this year, like you said, you know, maybe it was the competition with AEW. Um, you know, it's just, it's very strange. And I am an NXT guy, but um, if, you know, if I say AEW versus NXT right now, I'm turning on AEW. I think they knocked it out of the park as far as this pandemic situation in terms of keeping their employees healthy. 
and really just kind of making the fans feel like there's an open arena. When I see the performance center or full sale or whatever, I feel those four walls. I feel like no mm. one's there, even when there's people there. And I feel like AEW, they have the pyro. Their storytelling has been great. And yeah. uh, they just, you know, keep, you know, keep the ball rolling. It's incredible. Um, who are your favorite guys in AEW right now? Um, do, 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 do. I love Kenny Omega. I <laughs> I adore him. I do love Cody Rhodes. I love what they're doing with the um, TNT Championship, how it feels very relevant. And I love the fact he's doing this open challenge every single week. It's just so cool to see different guys just come in and compete and just give them the opportunity. It's not like, and I shouldn't be comparing it to WWE, but it's not like they're bringing in random people or developmental talent and just squashing them within a minute that they're give Cody's giving these new guys a chance to shine. It's just, wow. Like it's awesome. So definitely Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, um, FTR. I'm very happy with, I'm happy they went to AEW. Um, Oh God, young bucks. I love the young bucks. Oh God, I could go on. I really, I like everybody because it just, I feel like AEW just makes everybody feel relevant. As weird as yeah. that sounds, it's like, I, it's like, oh, I don't know who to cheer for because I'm just so involved with, oh, I love the way the match is going or, or the storyline or something. You know, I know it sounds weird. Absolutely. Yeah. No, they, they knock it out of the park every week. Um, did you happen to see, I, I just love that they're still bringing in people even during this, this whole new thing, like, and making them significant. Like you said, did you happen to catch a uh, last week where they brought in, uh, Abaddon? I don't know if you're familiar with her. Yes, I did, and I remember she walked out, and I was like, holy F. So I took a picture, and one of my really good friends at work, I texted him, and I went, Michael, you need to see this chick. He texts me back. He's like, who is this? I'm like, I don't know. She's freaky, and she's awesome. And then I did the same thing. I sent that picture to the guy who I'm dating right now, and he was like, what are you watching? And I'm like, it's wrestling. I told you it's AEW. So he flipped, he flipped it on. He was like, he did all this research. He's like, Oh man, she seems so badass. I think I got to start watching. And I go, boy, you're getting points. Let's go. There you go. That's the right answer right there. Yeah. But she was phenomenal. Like he coming out, like spitting, like the blood, like the zombie esque uh, makeup and mannerisms. I think she kind of does. I watched some of her indie stuff. She does like kind of the sit up a la Kane and Undertaker. I'm like, this is a home run. Like stars yeah. like her. And I think Statlander, I think, uh, you know, the skies or the galaxy, however you want to say it is the limit. Like their, their women's divisions phenomenal as is NXT. So I love everything that, uh, NXT or AEW is doing right now. And, and the pay-per-views, I'm just excited about every single match. Maybe we'll, you're doing pretty good so far. Maybe we'll have you on for one of the prediction shows. Uh, you're doing pretty love that. That'd be awesome. All right, favorite uh, women's wrestler. Do you have a favorite women's Oh, I guess it's Paige, right? Yeah, it was until she unfortunately had to retire. But um, I do. I love Becky. I absolutely adore Becky. We did meet her. My brother did surprise me with meet and greet tickets at the end of uh, 2018. So I was very, very happy to meet her. Um, oh, God. Wait, you said, it was, uh, you said Becky you met? Yeah. It was at iPlay. Yeah. I was like, how nice was she? That was such a good meeting. She was super oh nice. She took her time with everybody. She was so sweet. I was like, oh, my God. And she's so happy and stuff. I'm like, you're a treasure. <laughs> like, oh, my God. 
That's awesome. Have you met any, uh, like, we were all about, like, obviously we try to get, like, the interviews, and we've been very fortunate to get a lot of guys on our show. Um, have mm-hmm. you gotten to meet any other wrestlers? The first meet and greet we actually did was in 2017. We got to meet AJ Styles at iPlay. Cause, oh, uh, I, jealous. So I, jealous. I figured, you know what? He was one of the reasons why I got into wrestling. Let's go and meet him. And he, oh, my God, was an absolute sweetheart. Because really? that was when he U.S. Oh my God! He took his time with everybody. He wanted to chat, especially with the kids. He was so yeah. sweet. Was like, oh my God! Like that to be that was one of our favorite meet and greets that we went to. And then um, we met Seth Rollins in 2018, and I actually had him sign my mom's shirt, and I was telling him about her, and he gave me a big hug, and I was like, Oh, oh my God, Seth, my heart, my heart. Um, Becky, we met Braun Strowman. That was awesome. And then uh, we met New Day in September, and that—that's all. I, that's who I met. But um, my brother actually met Alexa Bliss plus Nakamura, so he's met quite a few other superstars too. That's awesome. Yeah, I was there uh, at iPlay for New Day. I was there for that one. If that's where you met them, they were—they were super, super. And like, uh, did you hold the Kofi's title? Like for me, I was like instantly a little kid. Like I was, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> hold the title, and it said Kofi, and it was the WWE title. I was totally okay with him not giving me the title. He like threw it on my shoulder. I'm like, damn, Kofi, okay. And I was, and then I was like, oh guys, can I give you a hug? So I gave Kofi and Xavier a hug. And Kofi's like, oh, don't give, don't forget Big E. So I'm like, how can I forget Big E? Oh, and Big E was giving me this look, and he started doing this little dance for me. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> my brother was so upset. He goes, I couldn't take a video fast enough. I'm like. That was the probably the best meet and greet, one of the best meet and greets ever. I got a dance from Big E. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> you can't you can't beat that. They go the extra mile. I played a shout to our friends at iPlay. They do a fantastic job. I can't wait till the world's normal again. I've had so many good times there. Um, the iconics I got to meet, they were absolute sweethearts. Couldn't have been any nicer. Um, so there's a very lame picture of me doing the iconic pose. So that was a lot of fun. Oh, I love it. That was so good. Um, and, and real quick, do you watch, um, like, we're big on, like, the indies and a lot of these up-and-comers. Do you get to go to any indie shows? Have you got to experience any of that? We actually went to our first indie show last year. Um, it was in March. Oh, my God. I forget where it was. Not Rawway. It was somewhere somewhere in North Jersey. Because um, one of the girls I know, I don't know if you know the vivacious, vicious I Vicky, but, I, but I know her. Yep. So I told her, I was like, yeah, you know, I want to go and see you debut and stuff like that. And I had a feeling that she was going to debut as a heel, and she did fantastic. I was like, oh, my God, girl, you got it. And just to see how far she came from that time that she, quote, unquote, debuted up till now, it's like, holy crap. But that was, unfortunately, the first and only indie show that we went to. So hopefully when things finally settle down, we get to go to more shows because we saw some amazing wrestlers there. That's awesome. You said she's a friend of yours. I know her. We're acquaintances. Oh. Okay, okay. We might have we might have to set up something because I've seen her a few times. I'd love to love to have her on a show. We'll talk about that later. That's awesome. Okay. Um, and how about your favorite wrestling like wrestling memory? It could have been you know like that first match you watch. It could have been like I don't know if you ever been to a WrestleMania. What's your favorite like wrestling memory or or some of them? We went to our first. We went to WrestleMania last year. That's one of my favorite moments because we were, we've never been, we were so excited. It was me, my brother and, um, his best friends and just the energy and just being there with 
thousands and thousands of people and screaming and jumping up and down. Like, I'll never forget when Kofi won the championship belt, we were jumping up and down, screaming. I was high-fiving and hugging people that I didn't know. Yeah. But they were like, yeah, Kofi Mania! I was like, I, I don't know you, bro, but all right, hugs. Yeah, Kofi. It was, it was great. That had to be one of my favorite moments. The, I just, the, I could feel the entire stadium shaking when he won. Just, I love it. And it breaks my heart because I know a couple of people who are supposed to go to WrestleMania this year and it was supposed to be their first. And it's just like, oh my God, guys, you'll go, you will go someday and you're going to always remember it because it, it's insane. It's insane. And I, I would love to go to another WrestleMania. Absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm, I've been fortunate to go to a couple, but that was a great pick, uh, that Kofi moment. We were there, my friend and I, uh, my buddy Adam uh, and I, we had a big group, but we were there. We just kind of looked at each other because we've been big Kofi fans. And we were just like, you know, it almost felt like we were there for the ride, man. We were just so happy to experience that moment together. And like you said, you could feel that in the stadium. Everyone was like on the same page. Like no one was on the other side of it. Everyone was just like, Kofi, Kofi. I still remember it. So what a great memory. But uh Oh, man, you can't stop that. But, Nicole, thanks again uh, for a few minutes. I appreciate your time. Um, you know, it was great talking wrestling with you, talking about Big Mamas. Uh, again, tell everyone where they can contact you, find you, follow you uh, on social media, all that great stuff. If you guys want to follow me on Instagram, if you just want to search Big Mamas Dog Training on both Instagram and Facebook, you can do that if you're interested in any of my training programs. I'm currently doing in-person lessons right now. So if you want to reach out to me for more information, um, you can either shoot me a text or call me at the phone number provided, or just shoot me an email at bigmamasdogtraining at yahoo.com, or just shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook. I'll respond to you guys. Um, I also want to put out there, too, that at the end of every month, I do donate 5% of my profits to the American Cancer Society. So at least it's going to a good cause. That's awesome to hear. That's, that's really great, and that's what it's all about. Uh, Nicole, thank you so much. And uh, spoiler alert, I may, once I get the new crib, I may or may not be getting a new dog, a rescue, or a puppy. I don't know. But I've always had dogs. I'm very excited about that. And I definitely know who to call uh, when it's time to do some training. So thank you so much, Nicole, for a few minutes and continued success. Thank you so much. I was so happy to do this. All right. We're out. Peace. All right.